Hello, folks, and welcome to the Knickknack Podcast season. What is it? Season 10 still? Episode uh, 10. Season 10, episode 10, and I'm calling this one Walking on Eggshells and Hoping the Apocalypse Doesn't Befall Me Part 2. I really tried to wait to publish an episode until things were better than that, but that's the way it is, so that's the episode you get courtesy of the way things are. Um, adulting so wonderful. So grab your favorite beverage, grab your favorite tobacco product if you so indulge. Sit back, relax, and get ready for another podcast episode. Alright, so first things first. Walking on eggshells again. Um, what happened basically, and this is a fairly normal thing. Um, Social Security sent me a letter saying that they have to do a financial evaluation. So we're going to call you a body blot of time. And we're going to make sure that you still qualify for benefits. So they called me a bloody bloody time. I answered their questions. Um, they sent me a letter verifying that I answered their questions and I haven't heard back in eons. And I really have nothing to be nervous about because the fi- questions are based on a financial nature in this particular case. So, uh, given that I have no money, um, and no investment banks and, uh, no stocks, no bonds, no big sums of money coming to me, I should be okay as long as the universe is with me on this one. But nevertheless, the waiting is killing me and making me extremely anxious and again making me think that the apocalypse just might befall me. Um, and I talked to my counselor about it and, you know, he reminded me, well, you know, here's some ways of dealing with anxiety. One of the tactics was the problem isn't here until it's here. There's nothing I can do about it right now. I've submitted my information. I've complied with all their instructions. I've done everything I can. It's now in their hands. I can do nothing about it. Therefore, worrying will do nothing about it. Uh, a very nice tactic to say. A very hard tactic to try and do. And then the other tactic was identifying it as a an anxious thought. Saying, hey, anxious thought. That's nice. There you are. Go away. Um, I've tried that tactic multiple times, and it never seems to work. Um, so, uh, I re- at, at the least, uh, the way this is impacting my sleep schedule and my life in general, um, you know, it's no, no I, I don't know, it's it's par for the course as far as people who live on benefits and rely on Uncle Sam to support them. Um, it's just this is the shitty way it goes, and that's just the way of it. Um, but it leads to a lot, awful lot of anxiety. And for somebody that already has anxiety problems, it's not a good thing. So, um, that's what I'm, uh, hoping doesn't, uh, I hope it doesn't cause a problem. Um, on top of that, I was reviewing my paperwork from Social Security, as one does when one is prudent. And it looks like I'm up for another disability assessment review. This is not a financial review. This is actually sending you to a shrink to see if you still meet disability qualifications. So I'm now nervous about that. So not only do I have the financial review to worry about, but I also have the actual uh, mental evaluation to worry about. They haven't sent me the letter yet, but I know it's coming up. 
And, of course, that makes me anxious and worried that the apocalypse might befall me and I might lose my benefits and therefore I would be homeless and therefore easily harassed by cops and therefore thrown in jail and therefore can't pay my fines and therefore sent to prison and therefore raped by some big scary guy in prison and therefore uh, be uh, traumatized by that and then uh, me being a hippie and activist and whatever, I'd refuse to do the work that they assign me um, for slave labor and so I get thrown into solitary confinement and that's the end of my bad case scenario. But there you go, that's the anxiety stream that is currently going through my head and uh, I hope you'll agree with me that is a shitty anxiety stream to have and that's the way it is and... Nothing I can do about it, you know, and back to that strategy of, okay, you've done all of the, everything you can about it, or the problem isn't here yet, so, you know, put it out of your mind, identify it as an anxious thought, acknowledge and write down all the, um, you know, all the things you worry about as part of that anxious thought, and acknowledge that it's there, and then say, okay, go away, anxious thought. So, um, I am trying to do that, and it is not easy, and, um... You know, this has kind of been the backdrop of the way things have been lately. Um, I'd still say I'm in a real high energy state, um, right now. Um, I can't buy anything because I have no money and no credit, um, left. Uh, I maxed out my credit card with flights and add-ons promptly. Well, not promptly. It took a while, but I gave my credit card to my mom, said, hey, hide it. I don't want to know where it is. I don't want to be able to find it again. Make it go away. Um, and that's what's happened, and partly because I have no credit available, and partly because the credit card is now not accessible to me, except through Amazon and a couple other online places where it's stored, which it really shouldn't be stored. I've tried to delete it, but it won't, unless I erase my cookies, which screws up my entire web presence, um, it's not going to completely go away, so that's just the way it is. I have to deal with that as well, so, uh... That credit card's maxed. Amazon is $5 shy of max the Amazon it's store card I have. Um, I canceled Prime, then renewed Prime again instead of putting it on my credit card this time, though. The Amazon store card, whatever it had been, um, where I was making the minimum payment plus covering uh, the Prime fee, so paying $46 a month for that. Um, I've now switched that so it directly comes out of my bank account as it well it should um, because it should be part of my uh, monthly budget that I see, not just part of the credit card payment. Um, so I've done that um, partly because uh, the credit card, once I maxed out the uh, other credit card, uh, the payment went up, so now that's $46. So now I have to pay less on the Amazon credit card uh, pay it $35, so the minimum plus about 10 bucks, um, and I can only make the minimum payments on the other cards, so financially, I'm fucked, um, you know, and all this is, of course, in the background of the student loans, which are currently in the process of being discharged due to permanent and total disability, um, but if I, when I get my medical disability reassessed, um, as I mentioned, which is coming up soon, um, if it's assessed with a renewal of less than three years, uh, then I'm screwed on the student loans, and then there's another 3500 to $4,000 on a defaulted credit card on top of all that. So financially, well and truly Social Security, well and truly world, I am fucked. 
So there you go. All my financial details out for the internet to see how fucked I am. Um, and, you know, the normal pressures uh, of this, uh, you know, pressure cooker says, okay, well, maybe you should try and get a job. And I think about... Uh, the work I've done before, support.com, um, you know, and I, you know, really, 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 um, helping people and being in a customer service facing position makes me want to do one of two things. A, murder other people, or B, murder myself. And since murdering other people and murdering myself is not a good thing, I try and stay away from customer service positions. So that is generally out, but of course, if I get desperate enough, uh, I may have to try that. Um, so that went through my head. Um, things have developed as far as the flight sim professional side goes. Um, I have interviews cooked up, maybe three interviews cooked up for FS Ride Along. Um, I, I haven't been doing interview episodes because I've been slow. Um, but I have interview episodes lined up for FS Ride Along, so it's just a matter of getting those worked out. Um, and on top of that, I am expanding the relationship I have with developers, just trying to cast a wide net and, you know, get developers. I know that when they have a product, they're interested in coming on the podcast and then get developers kind of in a relationship of sorts, a business professional relationship where it's like, oh, hey, do you have something out? Please tell me and I'll get you on the show, that sort of thing. Um, and I think I've made progress in that regard, so, um, and I also have one of, you know, have, I'm lucky enough to have a contact at a flight sim company, a legitimate, real flight sim company, and I said, hey, here's a resume, could you keep it in a file, preferably not the round one, and he said, yeah, sure. Um, I don't think anything's gonna come of it, but I did that, and on top of that, I, um, sent uh, a resume to my friend in the Bay Area who uh, works in the tech industry, and since I have a Bachelor's of Arts in Multimedia with an emphasis in game design that is just sitting on the shelf collecting dust, um, I thought, well, I'll send her a resume too, and that's about all I did, but hey, that is something. Uh, the other thing I've changed recently, I've been really focusing with my counselor lately on trying to make my new changes because... You know, I I do want to make these big changes in my life. I do have these big dreams, do big ambitions, big goals. Um and I talk a lot about them on the show, of course. And the big yawning chasm between where I want to be and where I am, of course. Um but, you know, it's become apparent that trying to work towards those goals is too big and maybe I'll have more success if I work on smaller goals. Smaller goals such as Keeping a normal sleep pattern, which of course goes to hell in a handbasket every time I do long-haul international flying, and I've been doing that for the past two months. I've been trying to dip my toe in domestic flying, but it just doesn't seem to stick. So I've been back on the long-haul market, um, more so because of 747, though really I've been flying the 777 more than 747. But at any rate, uh, focusing on smaller, easily obtaining go- obtained goals, like when I go to get the mail to check on the social security letter that I'm so deathly afraid of. Uh, I make a long walk around my apartment complex before I get the mail. And that's just a small change, and, you know, maybe it'll help. I've been doing that pretty much every time I go to the mailbox since maybe last Thursday, so for about a week now. Um, And it seems to uh, help in some small way. 
Um, I also got to see a nice sunset today before I came in to record this podcast, so that was nice. Um, yeah, so um, that's where I am with that. Um, I really have been preoccupied with all these things, you know, the manic purchasing of flight sim add-ons, the, uh, the trying to do the trucking thing again, then realizing, oh my god, that's a fucking bad idea, um, and then, you know, having the sleep pattern and then getting caught in my flight simulator addiction, and it really is an addiction, I'd be curious to know if anybody else sees it as an addiction and has had success um dealing with it i'm thinking about googling that but i don't really want to you know i don't want to stumble in upon a 12-step program if i can possibly help it but it is bad so maybe i need to do that so i've been thinking about that but um at any rate my point is all this has um you know fallen into normalcy for me and occupied enough of my attention and enough of my being that I went from going to coffee shops or going to open mic nights. I, I think I did it for like a week and a half. I went to open mic nights in hopes of, you know, trying my hand at comedy and failing miserably and then saying, okay, you failed miserably, but at least you tried it. Um, and you know, I didn't, I stopped showing up even to go to, um, you know, just go to the event, not to perform, but to even just go to the event. I haven't been doing that. Um, and I said I would paint Easter eggs, uh, for, uh, the Pancake for Peace event at the Peace and Justice Center. Um, and I didn't do that either. And, um, you know, last fall I was, I was part of, uh, Surge. Um, for a couple months, and then I decided around October, you know, it's too much of a bother to go to meetings, I'm not going to go to meetings anymore, and I'm going to tell them, and that's going to be the way that is. So, um, all that is to say that I've been really withdrawing, and I had a gaming night, uh, about a month, maybe a month and a half ago, with, uh, my current crop of friends, and we played Settlers of Catan, which was really a lot of fun. Um, but that is really the only socializing I've done in the past month and a half. Um, everything else has been, you know, family events, Easter, uh, Easter went well enough. Um, I was able to tolerate my, uh, my nephew, uh, for a longer period of time this time and even play some Smash Brothers with my siblings. So that was good. Um, but yeah, my my time has been preoccupied, and I've been complacent, and I've consented to not having a social life again, and kind of withdrawing, and, um, you know, I need to, I, I'm, you know, enough of me is saying, now wait a minute, um, are you sure you want to keep living like this, that I activated my social algorithm today, and had a lot of boring conversations, boring on my part, because I was bored and I didn't have anything to say other than hey I still exist how are you do you still exist are you still my friend sort of thing um to a couple people so I at least did that today um and Tony came over and we we smoked a little bit so that was good and um you know I it could have been smoking but um and probably was smoking but I I got to think a lot about 
how adulty my life is right now with what with all the you know trying to do flight sim professionally or or make flight sim a professional thing of mine which i've been doing for like the last year and a half but still um combine that with um really uh you know having to worry about benefits and have to having to do all that um you know, there are, those are two very adult elements of my life. Those are two spots where I am definitely adulting, uh, to use the apparently millennial term, even though I'm a millennial and I only use it sarcastically here or, and try to use it sarcastically elsewhere, not seriously, but, uh, uh I don't know. Um, uh, that's another topic I, you know, millennials versus Gen X, um, it's, you know, I, I, there's a bunch of things you can say about generations and the differences between each generation, and it is worthy of study. But, um, I think, you know, the overgeneralization and the media hype that says so many things about millennials is really pissing me off. Um, one, because I'm an older millennial, it, um, and two, because they're limp, lumping, uh, Gen Z, which is, I think, supposedly 1995 and later, uh, in with my generation, which is like 1980 to 1994. Um, so 1994, the youngest, uh, millennial at this point would be, uh, let's see, uh, 20, Twenty-three, if my math is right. So you know, if you're older than twenty-three, you're not a millennial. Um, and they keep lumping people in uh, with millennials that are younger than twenty-three, and it's pissing me off. You know, let you know, let the next generation have a name and let them define my themselves and leave my generation alone. Uh, is sort of my um attitude towards that um but there are different shifts i just think that oh, people overgeneralize and i've been conversating with uh conversing rather with people that are overgeneralizing it's and it's annoying me um so i don't know where i was before that um but that's kind of my thought on generational things um you know, yes, you have me, and I'm take, 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 you know, I'm reliant on other people to survive, but I think I have reasons, uh, valid reasons, which I've articulated here for being the way I am, um, you know, whether they're right or not, I'll leave that for others to decide, but I have, you know, definitely concrete reasons for doing what I do and living the life, living my life the way I'm living it. Do I want to change it? Sure. Um... Are my expectations for changing it realistic? Nope. Um, are there any realistic changes I can make? Maybe, but, you know, it's getting relatively late in the game to uh, try to keep doing this change thing. Um, I think part of me, a larger part of me, needs to accept, okay, yeah, the basement, having your basement apartment in Seattle back and being able to live comfortably, that's probably gone dust in the wind um and the sooner i really connect with that the better the happier i'll be i think um it's just a moment in my past and i idealize the moment but i have to hang on to the moment that i deal idealize and realize that it's 
probably not going to happen again. Which is a tough thing, given that, you know, to this point, um, I can go back and listen to the podcast, and I know that I was bitching a lot, because I always bitch. Um, but, um, really, it was the highlight of my adult life, and it felt like when I was truly an adult, and everything since then has been a giant step backwards, um, and that's hard to live with, and, uh, it's hard to kind of say, well, you're almost 33, um, you know, what are the odds that you're able to kind of make changes at this point, you know, um, 36 is middle age, so, um, you know, time just keeps marching by, and I keep not making changes, and keep falling into my cyclical behavior of manic, depressed, manic, depressed, uh, activate so- social algorithm, deactivate social algorithm, activate dating algorithm, deactivate dating algorithm, all in the context of, oh my god, am I going to be able to eat next month? Am I going to have food, shelter, water, air next month? Um, it's a tiring existence, and, uh, you know, I, I'm sorry if this isn't a very entertaining episode. I tried to bring up some points that are at least intellectually stimulating. Um, but, uh, this is really the world I'm living in right now, and I would be dishonest if I went and talked about something else. So, uh, I'm gonna keep trying on the Flight Sim Podcast. I'm going to keep trying on my Flight Sim Addiction Problem. I'm going to keep trying on anxiety management and hoping that the apocalypse doesn't befall me and I'm just going to keep doing what I do um, until something forces me to change and try to make small changes in the meantime. In the meantime from that, you can send me email with your feedback, N-I-C-N-A-C-J-A-K at gmail.com. Uh, the website is nicknackjack.lipson.com, N-I-C-N-A-C-J-A-K dot L-I-B-S-Y-N dot com. And if you go to N-I-C-N-A-C-J-A-K at Lipson dot Lipson dot com, you can hit a PayPal donate button and that would help tremendously, uh, ease my mind. So, uh, if you want to do that, that would be great. Most of you don't. Um, I'm glad. I'm very gratified though that people listen to this. That does make me feel good even on my worst days. It's like, okay, I'm having a shitty day. I may be homeless tomorrow, but people listen to my podcast, so it's okay. Um, and really, that that does mean a lot to me. I'm not being sarcastic about that. So, till next time, stay safe, stay sane, happy railroading, happy landings. Bye.